When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back, episode 51. The Masters, a tradition unlike any other, was amazing. But I think we're following it up with an even better episode, Rick. Episode 52, special guest, MLB Network's Adnan Burke. Rick, I'm going to turn it over to you. Give an introduction of this legend. Rob, you be my... It'd be my honor and privilege to introduce today's guest on the podcast. This man broke onto the scene back in 2010 on ESPN. He dominated SportsCenter, Outside the Lines, Baseball Tonight, you name it, college football shows all day. He's now on the MLB Network, as you alluded to. He hosts a podcast talking about cinema news. He's got his other podcasts with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi, the GM Shuffle, and father of four, just an icon and one of the overall great guys in the industry. Without further ado, Mr. Adnan Virk. Rick and Rob, you got to record that. And when I die, because obviously you guys are going to outlive me, just play that at the funeral. That's all you need to know. (laughs) We've got Rick Brand who just described Virk in detail. That's perfect. It's perfect. Let's reveal the audience how this happened. So I am at MLB Network and I don't have a mailbox yet. They have mailboxes for all the talent. And the guy, G, who normally gives up the stuff, comes up to me and he says, all right, um, I got a package for you. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I said, wow, I, I never get this stuff. And then and someone's like, hey, maybe there's anthrax. I'm like, I don't know about it. I open it up. I'm like, hey, if there's a little anthrax, not a big deal. And sure enough, boom, I'm like, I, I just start laughing at the picture of us, Tennessee, which as I'm looking at you now, uh, <laughs> that's so funny, Rick, the picture of us, you guys all decked out, go Vols. Um, listen, let's call those football members I have were great, obviously. And the people I worked with were awesome, whether it was Danny Canale or Jesse Palmer, Joey Galloway, so funny, so. Uh, good move by you. Listen, I, as you guys know, uh, it's not that I'm popular and I'm not a legend. There's very nice words to say. I'm just another guy. But I do get people sneaking into my DMs all the time here. And it's literally just, hey, uh, I'm in grade 11. I want to get on TV. What advice do you have for me, et cetera? 
I ran into you at the subway three years ago, blah, 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 blah. That's the savviest move I've seen. The fact that you've printed out the glossy, you sent to the MLB Network address. Uh, I don't <laughs> a, not a handwritten note, but you included the Sharpie so I could sign it. I mean, that is, that is a veteran move by both you guys. Brand Brothers for the win when it comes to getting guests on the show. Well done. Hey, Adnan, Adnan, thank you very much. I'm going to let Rick take it over some questions because I know we're short on time, but I just want, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that in gearing up for this interview, I wanted to like see how you were. So I watched, I'm a huge fan of uh, Barstool Sports. So I caught oh, yeah. the, uh, um, the interview and you had me rolling like in stitches, dude. You're so funny, man. Oh, thanks so much, Rick. It's, yeah. Those guys are so funny. You Listen, you come to the table with those guys, you better be ready, okay? They're, they're not pulling punches here. So you better be ready to, to you know, stick and move and counter punch. And, second uh, one, second one, they dropped the hammer. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. And I, I, you know, I met them years ago with Brasillo. They were on the show when we were in Miami for the All-Star game. So at least I had a little sense of them and, and they're, they're yeah. good guys and super talented. And by the way, think of that. Like whenever you think in life, people go, well, how did this person achieve success? How did that happen? Think of a big cat in PFT. Like what, what connections did they have? What leg up did they have? Nothing. They're just two funny guys, smart guys. Pull no punches. For God's sakes, they had Fauci on their podcast. Like that, it's amazing to me what they've done with PMT. And uh, listen, as Rob mentioned, we've got to the GM shuffle, me and Michael Lombardi. We were up for an award, hashtag sports nominated us for best sports podcast. We, of course, lost a part of my take. But as I always say, it's an honor to be nominated. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that pod specifically. I know a lot of people seem to enjoy it. So I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah my pleasure. Rick, I'll turn it over to you, bro. Let's fire away. All right, Adnan, so let's get into this. Rob and I are from New Jersey, born and raised 30 years there. He's still, oh, there, with his, Rob's still there with his beautiful wife. I've spent 2020 down in South Florida. I don't regret that at all. But let me ask you this. Rumor has it you're living in Jersey these days. We're big boys. Don't hold back. What are some things you love? What are some things you don't like? Dude, I love it. Rick, I think it's phenomenal. You know, I was so shocked prior to, to living here. When you think of Jersey, you think of, of course, The Sopranos, my favorite show of all time. And you think of the Turnpike. And there would always be Jersey guys at ESPN who would get so pissed. They were so defensive and said, Jersey's beautiful. It's a garden state. It's a myth that it's a dump and it's a bunch of garbage and a bunch of mobsters and goombas, et cetera. And I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, you know, when I drive through, I don't see a whole lot. And now that we're here, beautiful. I love it. All those myths are turned upside down. First and foremost, you think, Oh, Jersey people, a bunch of pricks. No, could, nicest people. The people on our block are nicer. And people in Connecticut, by the way, were fine. Friendlier than the people in Connecticut. Friendliest people are, of course, Canadians, where I'm from. I wouldn't say the Jerseyans are quite Canadians, but they're friendly. Like, I walked down the street with my kids. As you said, father of four. It's like, hey, guys, how are you? Wave to the kids. My neighbor, Anthony, down the street, big Yankees fan. We talk a little baseball. I got another guy down the street, big Braves fan. We talk a little baseball. Uh, people are raking their leaves together. Uh, my dentist is actually my neighbor across the street. When we moved in, he's like, oh, I'm a dentist. I'm like, great. Do you want to go with my teeth? Cool. Great. So <laughs> I, I, I would think in order, okay, best thing about Jersey food, for sure. The Italian food is phenomenal as advertised. We just went to a place in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Fantastic. Um, I don't know what part of Jersey you guys are from, but we're, we're in Bergen County. We're well, in we're Hohokus. From, we're, from so little, we're from Little Silver, Red Bank. Okay, Little Silver. So Lombardi told me very funny. When I moved here, I said, because where are you living? I said, Hohokus. He goes, Okay, here's how you do it. So if you're in Jersey, North Jersey, which is where you are, first of all, you never say I live in New Jersey. You just say North Jersey, I'm like, okay. And he said, where I am is South Jersey. He's Ocean City. He goes, secondly, you never say the city. No one's gonna go, oh yeah, Hohokus, I know that. What you say is 
Bergen County. If you just say the county, people know. And immediately, by the way, when you say Bergen County, they're gonna go, oh, oh Bergen County, affluent area, oh, great public schools, high taxes, close to the city, like, oh, oh Mr. Bergen County here. And Mike was where I live, South Jersey, Ocean City. I just say Route 4. He goes, everyone understands. Oh yeah, okay, Route 4. And I was like, all right. So, so now the fact that you guys are Jersey guys, I can just say Bergen County in order. Great food, friendlier people than you realize. Nice scenery. Like I wouldn't say it's, it's incredible, but like fall feels like fall here, just like Connecticut, just like in Southern Ontario. Uh, I guess the things I dislike, I mean, I, I, like, I like the mall. I mean, I was going to say, some malls are kind of like underrated these days. Jersey's got three great malls. Paramus is a great mall, Garden State. Maybe a bit of the traffic sometimes, late night construction, but I think you generally find that in more densely populated areas. Jersey's definitely more densely populated. Although I always tell people, when they go, oh, the traffic's so bad, you go, yeah, that's because it's a great place to live. You know where the traffic's fine? Wyoming. Like, because, you know, <laughs> Boise doesn't have an issue with, with traffic. Like, go to Idaho sometime. Like, people like living in Jersey, hence the, uh, the traffic. I guess I would say the high taxes. The high taxes are annoying, but again, you get great public schools. I mean, my brother-in-law is from California. He lives in San Jose and he tells me, he goes, buddy, the money you're paying in property taxes is outrageous. But with four boys, think of it like you're sending your kids to private school. That's how good the schools are that you're paying with those property taxes. Shout out to New Jersey right there from Adnan Burke. I love it. Great breakdown. Yeah. And, and by the way, and the Sopranos thing, listen, the first thing when I moved here, I'm like, okay, I want to see all the Sopranos landmarks. Holsteins, which of course is the diner they go to. My friend Anish is from Jersey. We went there. Amazing. As always with movies and TVs, you guys know, always smaller than you realize. You walk in, you go, that's it? That's where Tony got whacked, maybe? That's where Tony <laughs> had onion rings with his family? Okay. Uh, the Bada Bing, very famously, Satin Dolls, 15 minutes from my house. That's on Route 17. I drive by every day, and I go, oh my God, that's where Ralphie killed the stripper. So sad. Yeah. Um, now, Tony's, Tony's actual house, I haven't been to yet. We're kind of waiting. It's been a year and a half. I want like one Sopranos landmark a year. But they did have Sopranos Con, which is a Sopranos convention, took place in Secaucus. And by the way, here's another Jersey thing, as you guys know. When we first moved here, MLB Network, I used to say Secaucus. Now I know it is pronounced Secaucus. So I work in Secaucus there on the Meadowlands Parkway, Route 3. Everything is always Route 3, Route 17, that kind of stuff. Adnan, I love it. I love it. Let's keep this gravy train rolling here. I want to hear a little bit about Cinephile, your own podcast. Give a plug to our listeners. Also, too, 150th episode recently. Congrats hey. on that. Uh, thanks, Rick. I appreciate that, man. It's crazy. We've had, uh, I think they're up to 153 now. I did 78 episodes at ESPN. Lifelong dream. Obviously, sports lover, first and foremost. I always want to be a sportscaster, but always loved movies as well. I'm at ESPN. I said, you know, I'd love to get a podcast, although everyone and their grandmother has a podcast. Maybe I just did a movies podcast, so they let me do that. And you guys know this as you're doing this with this podcast, which is blowing up, which is doing great. It's If you do it for free... Everybody lets you do whatever you want. So ESPN, it's like, hey, can I do this for free? All coming on my days off. It's not going to impact, as you mentioned, Sports Center, out to the lines, baseball tonight, college football, Rosillo, Mike and Mike. I'll just do this in my own time. Sure, no problem. And that ESPN name helps me get interviews with Robert De Niro, Vigo Mortensen, Billy Bob Thornton, Margaret Robbie, et cetera. And so it'd be one thing if, listen, I get I get terminated by ESPN, all of a sudden Cinephile goes away, but no, credit to them. I was like, can I keep Cinephile? They go, go ahead. You want the Cinephile name? Go for it. I went to Cage 13, new production company. They're like, listen, we love Cinephile. Here, here's the deal. We want two for one. If you do the GM shuffle with Michael Lombardi, NFL podcast, we can let you do Cinephile. I'm like, awesome. So it's been tough right now. Listen, there's not that many new movies in theaters. We all know that. 
But there's always new movies on Netflix, on Hulu. There's always stuff streaming. I go back and watch old movies. Sean Connery passed away. That was a great excuse to watch The Untouchables again, which is a great gangster movie from Brian De Palma. Sean Connery won an Oscar for that movie. Uh, so there's always good stuff out there, movies to talk about, actors and writers, directors to speak to. So it's a real passion project, as I say. It's been fun for me. You do a great job with it. You brought up Robert De Niro. You interviewed him. We want to know, what's your favorite movie that he starred in? We've got a couple. The Irishman, well, Meet the Parents. You November, no, today's November 19th. Martin Scorsese's birthday was two days ago, November 17th. He turned 78. Bob's best movies are all with Marty. They've made nine movies together. They're hoping to make a 10th called Killers of the Flower Moon. It's supposed to start shooting in March. That's an adaptation of a book. Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be the star on that as well. Raging Bull debuted 40 years ago, November 14th, 1980, right. in theaters that in New York. That's the only film that Robert De Niro has ever won Best Actor for. I think that's his best performance. And for the record, De Niro's made over 100 movies. When he was asked by me and others at ESPN, what's your favorite movie? Which, by the way, is an impossible question to ask. The guy's made 100 movies. He did say, he goes, I like Raging Bull. And I like Midnight Run. <laughs> so for De Niro himself, he's awfully <laughs> proud of that comedy. I thought that was interesting. I thought he was going to say Taxi Driver, Goodfellas, Main Streets. He was like, well, I like Raging Bull and I like Midnight Run. I'm like, all right. That's a great comedy with Charles Grodin. Adnan, last question. Then I'm going to pass it over to Rob real quick. Our favorite movie is The Field of Dreams. What's your take on that? Field of Dreams is awesome, Ray. I think it's a great film. I know it. I loved it as a kid. And listen, my family is not a sports-loving family. My brother loves sports like me, but my parents were not. So this wasn't one of those movies that you go, oh my God, it reminds me of me and my dad, because I love my dad, he's the best, but he's not a baseball fan. We didn't play catch together. But anybody who you know has a heart can feel the sentimental sting of, hey dad, wanna have a catch. And now of course I play catch with my kids and we have a blast, so I always think of that movie, but all elements, okay? Acting, Costner's terrific. That's Pete Costner, 80s Costner. Can't beat it. James Earl Jones, fantastic as a J.D. Salinger type character. Burt Lancaster, a great classic actor, seals the show as Moonlight Graham. Amy Madigan, feisty wife. Ray Liotta, didn't necessarily buy him as a ball player, but Shoeless Joe, a couple of good lines, got a good laugh. Uh, I mean, the whole casting is excellent. The writing, it's based on a book by Canadian author, W.P. Kinsella, well adapted by Phil Alden Robinson, who's also the director. And listen, if it doesn't work for you boys, it's because you think it's hokey and sentimental which it is. If you do love it, you say, what's wrong with being sentimental when you've got a big heart? And if you love baseball and you love nostalgia, and once again, fathers and sons, I mean, it's about redemption, right? It's about regrets and making up for the past. Who hasn't made mistakes in life and said, hey man, I wish I hadn't said that to my dad. I wish I treated my son better. Anybody can relate to that. And to be able to be, be made whole again, because you dug up your cornfield for a baseball field in Iowa. I mean, what What's a better story than that? And I cannot wait, by the way, as you guys know, they're going to play a Major League Baseball game hopefully next year uh, at that park, which is going to be incredible. You're unbelievable, Adnan. I don't know what else to say. Rob, take it from here. Adnan, I'm not going to lie. I blacked out a little bit, and I kind of thought I was just watching a YouTube video of you describing the Field of Dreams and, like, why I should watch it. Like, I was just like, that was so <laughs> – that was so, I was like, I was like, how often does he do, do this? Like talk about the field of dreams. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Right? I probably do it more than I realize. I'm probably just sleepwalking as I wake up. I'm like, oh my God, people will come, right? People will most people definitely will come. come. <laughs> people will come, Adnan. Yeah, you think of like some of the one-liners, brother. The, the line that I always think is hysterical is you're a pacifist. Like what a funny line. Like, like, like James Earl Jones is about to beat the crap out of Kevin Costner. But once Kevin Costner reminds him, like you're a pacifist, like you were a part of the 60s, he's like, Okay, fine. 
I'm not going to beat you with a crowbar. You're right. I'm a pacifist. It's such a funny line. (laughs) So great. Hey, I just want to let you know, my father-in-law is Canadian. So much love, much respect there. Okay. What part of Canada is he from? Uh, He's from um, uh, London. Oh, that's great. London, Ontario. One of my best friends, Uh, my friend Hussein Minhaj. I was just talking to him yesterday. He's from London, town of about 200,000. London Knights is our OHL team. Western Ontario. I love it. Good stuff. Love it, man. Hey, well, I know you got I know you got a basketball practice to get to. So let me, uh, I got two minutes left. You got two more minutes. Go ahead. Fire round right here. Um, you know, favorite ballpark to watch a game in Fenway park or Wrigley field. Jeez, both great. I've been to Fenway more because I worked at ESPN in Connecticut. I've been to Fenway at least half a dozen times, but I've been to Wrigley twice. I'm going to go with Wrigley. Wrigley's off the special. First time I went with my brother, who was living in Peoria, Illinois, and it's got Wrigley. The Ivy is pretty remarkable. Fenway's awesome, though. I'll go with Wrigley. Rick and I went to Wrigley together. We love it, so we can relate to that. As a yeah. Canadian, who's your favorite team, Blue Jays or Expos? You know, it's, it's a great question. People often assume Blue Jays, but I grew up in Kingston, which is between Toronto and Montreal. So since I was in Ontario, the province, I was still loyal to Toronto, but I was technically three hours to Toronto, both three and a little bit to Montreal. So if I, I could have gone either way, if, if I'd gone that way, like a magnet being pulled in two directions by UP and by <laughs> Ace and Diamond. So I went with the Blue Jays, but I was fond of the Expos. I loved Gary Carter. I was very sad when the team left. 94 Expos. They would have won a World Series, man. The strike just killed baseball in Montreal. Crazy. All right. So uh, funniest former or, co- or current colleague? Well, Max Fredos is hysterical. I worked with him at ESPN. I love Max. We, we started the same time. He started in January of 2010. I started in May. And we could finish each other's sentences. Brian McCann once hit a home run. And on the highlight, I said, do the can, 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 which is a reference to a movie called Moulin Rouge. I wasn't crazy about the movie for the record, but that line is in the trailer, so I'd always see it. And I don't think anybody was as quick as Max was. I say, Brian McCann goes deep to right, do the can, can, can. And I finished the highlight, and Max goes, hey, we can work together, but please, no more Baz Luhrmann references. And I started dying. I said, not only did he get the joke, but he was quick enough to think of the director and make a joke about it. <laughs> Very quick-witted. Scott Rogowski is also brilliant. We worked together for a year last year with The Zone. Again, a comedian who is so funny. I, I mean, both those guys, quick-witted on their feet. People know I worked with Ron Rosillo a lot. Rosillo also very funny, working on the radio. Like anybody who's quick-witted and can think on the spot like that, Max Bredos, Scott Rogowski, uh, Rosillo, most talented. Listen, Neil Everett, I think, is brilliant. I used to work with him in L.A. when I'd fill in at SportsCenter. And Carl Ravis on Baseball Tonight. Ravis does the entire show, no script. It's all in his head. And Linda wow. Cohn, I think, is a genius. I, there's a lot of people I could tell you. Keith Olbermann, I think, is incredible. There's a lot of great ones. But if you're asking purely funny, funny. I'll go Max or Scott. All right, I love that. I love that. All right. If the MLB network formed a baseball team, what position would Alexa Dat play? <laughs> She's great. As you know, you've seen her Instagram. She has a lethal lefty swing. I didn't realize how talented she was until I saw her in Studio 42. And she tomahawk that ball deep to right so i think she's got power i mean i might put her in right field like just a power hitting right fielder i don't necessarily her position i think she's athletic so maybe she could play shortstop or third but she's definitely hard of the order she's hitting third fourth or fifth all right same question bob costas (laughs) so i've never met bob physically but we've talked a few times on the air and obviously he's a legend he's so iconic i'll tell you a quick bob costas story so the other day, I'm on with Brian Kenny, and I made a reference to Barry Sonnenfeld. That's the director of Men in Black. And we were talking about the 69 Mets. And I said, so iconic is that team that Barry Sonnenfeld in the Men in Black 3, he directed it. There's a character called Don Clendenin in reference to the Mets outfield. 
So Brian Kennedy's kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, I was just making a random point. Bob Costas is there. He comes on. He goes, by the way, is Helen Adnan Burke just dropping him? And I, because I referenced Get Shorty, which Barry Sonnenfeld also directed. Bob goes, how about Adnan Burke here just dropping a Get Shorty reference? Because the last time I was here, he made a Kirk Douglas and Spartacus reference. Like, what is with this guy? And I start dying. And Bob goes, like, this guy is unbelievable with these references. This is how classy Bob Costas is. I got home that night. I said to my wife, I said, I don't want to intrude. Bob Costas has won like 26 Emmys. But I want to get maybe his work email and just send him an email like, hey, that was very nice what you said, giving me props on the air, busting my chops. Like, I have so much respect for you. I checked my phone and it said, no joke, I'm a fan, BC. That's how classy Bob Costas is. He got myself first and texted me to say, hey, man, like, you're awesome. Like that, I couldn't believe it. I was already a huge Bob Costas fan. Now I'm the biggest Bob Costas fan. Love it. What position? Second base. I'm going to say second base. base. (laughs) I I think he and I are around the same height. So I think Bob is probably second base. Kelly Nash. Kelly. She's always got heels on. That's why I mean, she's definitely athletic. I just picture in in heels playing left field. Uh, No, I think she's fast. I'm going to put her in center. Okay. And what about you? Probably a DH. I mean, I just mean like, not that I'm a great hitter, but I'm probably a stone fielder as well. I'd be fighting with Bob for second base. You know what? Maybe a little bit of catching. You know, I'm, I'm definitely not tall, but I am squat. I, so feel like I, you could, I, I feel like you could talk to the batters, talk to the umpires, yeah. get a little chit-chatter going. It's a good yeah. point. And again, that hockey Canadian background, like as a yeah. goalie, I'm, I can block the play. I'll take catcher. That's a good call. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, hey, favorite sporting event you've ever attended live? This is uh, one of my last questions. Favorite favorite sporting event you've ever t- attended live? Great. Well, that's a good question. God, you know what? Probably the 2000 Subway Series. I went with my buddy, Cabby. Um, yeah, we were we were working uh, in television, but we, we weren't covering the series. We we're obviously working in Canada. And I just wanted to go to, to New York and watch the Subway Series. I said, this is really impacting all of New York. And I love New York. And we went, we went to game three of the World Series and Tim Robbins, and Susan Sarandon were like two rows in front of us. When Benny Agbayani got the go ahead, Tim Robbins is high five at us. I said, that was a really cool, I was 22 years old and I thought it was really cool to see all of New York in the Subway Series, Shea Stadium game three. Love it, love it. Well, hey, I'm a huge Mets fan. I got Gary Carter, Keith Hernandez up here. Rick's a big oh. Yankees fan. So um, that was a cool series for us as well as young kids. Um, a, a great guy too, Rob. If you like the 86 Mets, obviously Ron Darling is a phenomenal guy. Cerebral guy, very smart, but underrated funny. He has made me crack up. I did not realize how funny Ron was. I knew he was very smart. All right, we're going to reach him out to be a friend of the pod. Um, last, last question, because you got to run. Um, you know, as, as Rick, Rick said earlier, uh, Rick, I'm not sure if you, knew, if you knew this about Rick, but Rick started, uh, you know, uh, doing PA announcing for the Astros. Huge fan of yours. Huge fan of the work you've done with ESPN and MLB Network. I feel like a kid sliding a note across the table for another friend. But can Rick come on a shadowing with you at MLB Network or uh, like a Zoom shadowing one day? I was going to say, we're going to have to get through COVID because right now it's very strict rules. Yeah, very strict rules at work. You've got to fill out a questionnaire. Like I can't even bring my kids to work. They do temperature checks. It's like, oh my God, you you can't have been out of the state. Like there's a very travel advisory. So we're going to have to get past COVID. But yes, at that point, we could probably do a Zoom or maybe I can sneak them in the building. Yeah. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Circle back. Once we have a vaccine, once everybody's safe, then then we we can address this issue. Awesome. That's awesome. You're well, the man, Adnan. This, this has right. been a lot of fun, Adnan. I know you got to run. Uh, I'm Rob Brandt. I'm Rick, Rick Brandt. We are the brothers, Brandt. Thanks for coming on, thanks Adnan. Coming on, Adnan. Rick and Rob, thanks so much, boys. You guys are awesome. Seriously, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sending the picture, which I got to autograph. The Brandt brothers, 
best brothers since the Stallone brothers. Great stuff. Hey, forget about <laughs> it. Forget about it. <laughs> and then have a great night, man. Awesome. Thanks so much, boys. It was great. Thanks for making it fun. See you later. Take we'll care. Stay in touch. See ya. All right. Take care, boys.